Welcome to Speaking of Sex with the Pleasure Mechanics. I'm Chris from PleasureMechanics.com, and on this podcast, we have soulful, explicit, compassionate, and passionate conversations about sex, bodies, pleasure, love, joy, and connection. Come on over to PleasureMechanics.com, where you will find all of the resources we have been generating for you since 2006. Charlotte and I have been in uniform, in service, as the Pleasure Mechanics for 15 years now, generating resources for you to explore your relationship to pleasure, joy, and erotic connection, and you will find everything we have generated for you at our forever home, PleasureMechanics.com. Go to PleasureMechanics.com slash free to get started with our free online course, which includes a free video guide to some of our favorite massage strokes. And if you have been with the show for a while now and we have made a positive impact in your life, go to PleasureMechanics.com slash love and find out ways to support the show and go deeper with us. On today's show, as we approach 400 episodes, as we celebrate our 15th year in service, we are encoring some of our favorite episodes out of our archives. This episode originally aired just two years ago, but I get a ton of email about it, and it was even featured recently in another podcast called Homebrewed Feminism. And after they aired a clip of the show and talked about how impactful it was for them, they gave us this little shout out on their podcast that I couldn't resist playing for y'all. Here it goes. Thank you to Chris and Charlotte for allowing me to play their clip. Speaking of Sex is a fantastic podcast. At the time of recording, they have 379 episodes. So whatever you're struggling with in your erotic life, they have an episode to help. As you have just heard, they have fantastic voices for this topic. I really mean it. They embody the word soulful. I also feel like their voices are a nice blanket. It's very comforting. This isn't a sex advice show. Chris and Charlotte's show is all about education. Chris is a sex and relationship coach, and Charlotte is an artist and sex educator. Both of them provide a wonderful insight to a world where your sexuality isn't something to run from, but to run to. When you're ready to explore how to have a more pleasurable, fulfilling, and orgasmic sex life, visit Chris and Charlotte at PleasureMechanics.com and get started for free. All right. So without further ado, here's our episode on mindful masturbation. This episode seems to be really useful for so many folks. So I hope it is useful for you as you continue to explore your relationship with your own body, your own touch, how you turn yourself on and how self-love plays a role in your erotic life. If you have any questions about this topic, we will be doing a future episode on this. If you have anything you want to sound off about, around masturbation, if you have any questions, anything you want us to address, come on over to pleasuremechanics.com, join our newsletter, and you'll be in direct email touch with us so you can hit reply and let us know what is on your mind. I'm Chris from pleasuremechanics.com, wishing you a lifetime of pleasure. And here we go with our encore episode about mindful masturbation. This one is for us all. Cheers. 
Hi, welcome to Speaking of Sex with the Pleasure Mechanics. I'm Chris. I'm Charlotte. We are the Pleasure Mechanics. And on this podcast, we have explicit and soulful conversations about every facet of human sexuality. All right, on today's show, we are kicking off a new theme for the month of May. The month of May is traditionally International Masturbation Month. International Masturbation Month was started like over 20 years ago by the good folks at Good Vibrations. And if today you're kind of rolling your eyes that why do we need a masturbation month, it kind of shows how much sex culture has changed over the past 20 years because Good Vibrations started Masturbation Month and a masturbate-a-thon as a promotion for the idea of masturbation, to destigmatize masturbation, as a reason to talk about masturbation in the press. Because back then there weren't news articles about masturbation and normalizing, especially female masturbation and things like vibrators. Good Vibrations 20 years ago was on the cutting edge of changing sex culture and opening up the dialogue about masturbation. And now you can find vibrators in Walmart and drugstores, and you can find lubricant at these places. And the conversation about masturbation is changed. So thank you to Good Vibrations. And it just shows the power of dialogue and conversation in changing sex culture and in changing how we feel about these acts like masturbation. Um, For us here at Pleasure Mechanics, we really want to celebrate May as Mindful Sex May. We want to spend this month highlighting some of the applications of mindful sex, some of the benefits of mindful sex, and invite you in to the practice of mindful sex with us. Because as much as we can talk about this and you can listen about it, what really will start to change things in your life is practice. And we are going to share with you what we mean by practice and mindful sex practices. Um, But we really want you to do it with us. We want these skills to develop in your body, in your life. And to do that, you need to practice with us. And we are very much in this practice with you. So Masturbation May and Mindful Sex May are coming together in this episode, and we're going to talk about mindful masturbation. (laughs) Yes? Yes. So what does mindful masturbation mean? What are we talking about? This is the act of paying attention to the sensations in our body as we are getting aroused. As we are naked, as we are touching our body, we are really paying full attention to the experience and the sensations within our body. And when you hear that, paying attention as you build arousal during masturbation, take a moment to think about how much you actually do that. Where are you placing your attention during masturbation? How are you treating masturbation? Are you rushing through it? Is it a functional act? Is it just to get to a goal of a orgasm, a release, an ejaculation? Or is it an experience you are really giving to yourself and paying attention to? And all of a sudden, when we look at it through this lens, we notice that we are not giving ourselves the kind of experience that we are capable of. We are not being the lover 
that we can be for ourselves. And we're all in this, right? Like when we talk about mindful sex, when we talk about mindful masturbation, these are practices that we can all bring to our sex life in order to explore and experience and experiment. Um, and it, expand our orgasms and the strength of them. Because explore, that is, experience, <laughs> experiment, expand. expand. <laughs> because that is a side effect, um, as well as experiencing it more fully, that many people will experience stronger orgasms as well, which is a fun side effect, though that isn't entirely why we're going for it. So I just want to say, if this feels really far away from your experience, that is where most of us are at. We are not taught to pay attention to our sexuality. We are not taught to pay attention to our arousal and to really drop into our sensations and savor all of those sensations and focus exclusively on arousal building into our body to the point of orgasm and release. We're not taught how to do that. So we have to learn and we have to practice together. Um, And when we think about mindfulness, so Charlotte named the act of paying attention. So paying attention, the other piece of mindfulness is paying attention without judgment. So paying attention, but then paying attention without judgment is the real invitation here. And we all carry so much judgment about our sexualities, about how we masturbate, about what we think about when we masturbate, about how little or how much sensation we're feeling, about our orgasms all of these things, right? So much judgment, so much shame. And so mindful masturbation is not only the invitation to pay more exquisite attention to your sensations. It's also the invitation to pay attention to your thoughts, to your judgments, and to try to come to a more neutral place so that you open up all of that space to pay attention to the pleasure, to give yourself permission to feel more pleasure and relaxation and release from your self-touch, right? So the practice of mindful sex is the practice of paying attention without judgment during states of high arousal. So this is an application of mindfulness meditation, which invites you to pay attention without judgment while doing a sitting meditation or a walking meditation or a body scan, how do we apply those skills to the heightened states of arousal, of desire, of sexual connection, of the vulnerability of being intimate with other people? So this is kind of an arena we get to practice our mindfulness and reap the benefits of mindfulness, but also then expand our erotic experience. And in the whole category of mindful sex, mindful masturbation for a lot of people is a good place to start. And so we're going to invite you into some of the practices of mindful masturbation, paint the picture of what that might look like, and invite you just to experiment a little, get curious a little about what might happen for you if you change up how you masturbate. And as you're saying, it makes so much sense to practice all of these skills solo because you can pay attention to your own experience. You can pay attention to all the nuances that are going on in your mind, that are going on in your body and try and tame your thoughts and be present to the experiences in your body and practice and deepen in feeling and being kind to yourself and not being judgmental and 
not stopping your pleasure because of the thoughts that are going on. It is just the most wonderful place to begin and practice these skills. Well, certainly there are fewer distractions when you are solo, right? You, it's a, it's a smaller arena. Mm. It's a one person arena instead of a two or three or more person mm. arena. And so there's less to pay attention to, but it's not simple. Mm-hmm. And for a lot of people, one of the reasons we speed through masturbation and we make it so functional is so we don't have to be alone with ourselves. Mm. And so we don't have to confront our thoughts. So we don't have to confront our own judgments. Um, A lot of people short circuit themselves with porn or erotica or fantasy to get through it as fast as possible. And so you're painting this picture of this wonderful laboratory where we get to savor and experiment with our arousal. But for many people, that feels really far away or inaccessible. So what are the first steps here? The first steps are to really inventory how you masturbate now. What is the level of attention and intention you're bringing to your masturbation? And again, for most of us, if we're honest about this, it is purely functional. We reach for our vibrator. We reach for our favorite lube. We jerk off. We whack off. We clench a vibrator to our clit. And we come. That is just the truth of it. Most people do not make an art out of masturbation because they have not been invited to do so. They have not been given permission to do so. And when we slow this process down, we have to then confront all of the stuff that is in our way of savoring our self-touch and treating ourselves like the lover we know we deserve, right? And so as you do an honest, compassionate inventory of your current masturbation practices, start to notice where you learned how to masturbate. Did you learn how to masturbate under duress? Were you always rushing? Were you always quiet? Were you worried or scared about getting caught? What would the repercussions be if you were caught in your masturbation? And know that that is your programming around masturbation. You have been taught a specific set of things about masturbation and you might be listening to this and never even masturbate. I hear all the time from people or from partners of people who don't masturbate. That is a practice, right? The absence of masturbation is also a practice. So notice for yourself how frequently, how much time do you give yourself, how much permission to play. Do you always do the same thing? Okay, and so for most of us, when we do that inventory, it's kind of like, oh, shit, we're a lousy lover to ourselves. We are. We don't give ourselves the kind of like loving attention and time we would give to a new beloved. Right? That spaciousness and the like, I'll do anything for you. And how do you want to be pleased? And oh, you want your neck licked for 10 minutes? I'll lick that neck like a lollipop, right? Like (laughs) that attitude that we bring to a beloved of generosity and of giving. What piece of that can we bring to ourselves? And so mindful masturbation starts by treating masturbation as something that is worth taking the time for and then setting some sort of intention. And this doesn't have to get super woo-woo, right? The intention can just be like, every so often as I'm watching porn, I'm going to close my eyes and focus on the sensations inside for a few minutes. 
just every once in a while, I'm going to close my eyes and focus elsewhere. And that is honoring the fact that your attention is mostly focused on the visual field of watching porn. And you're going to experiment with dropping into your body and noticing how your hand feels on your penis, noticing how your pelvic muscles are feeling, noticing where your breath is, right? So taking that focus of attention and dropping it within, it can start that simply. Dr. Laurie Mintz talks about mindfulness as the experience of your head and your body being in the same place. And I really love that because it's so simple and we have that visual of, oh, right, yeah, sometimes my mind is off all over the place. Or as you're saying, I'm paying attention to the visual of something on on a screen or words if you're listening to erotica or... Well, this is where it gets interesting because some people would say that if you're watching porn or listening to erotica or even fantasizing, you're not practicing mindful sex. Some people would say fantasy is taking you out of your body. But for me, fantasy, like your brain is part of your body Mm. and arousal that starts in your brain. There's a very sexy word for it. Psychogenic arousal. (laughs) Fuck yeah. (laughs) psychogenic arousal creates very real arousal in the body. So for me, if you're masturbating and you're fantasizing or you're watching porn, you are using specific tools to create arousal. And it becomes mindful masturbation when you are doing that on purpose. And with your full self. Yeah. And you're not just an autopilot. And so you're saying, all right, I'm going to use the visual porn But I'm also going to pay attention to how my body feels. And I'm going to notice how much I'm paying attention to the screen versus my body. And then maybe over time, that field of attention starts to drift because you notice that paying attention to your body feels really good. One of the skills, one of the practices we really want to invite you into is breathing and mindful sex. The mindful sex course is where all of our erotic breath work practices are hosted And I've said so many times on this podcast, and I really want you to try it for yourself. The next time you are masturbating, start a deep, relaxed breath work. And we teach you how to do that. We guide you through. There's audio guides so you can practice it a few times so that then when you're masturbating, you can try it and just do it. Notice what happens when next time you're masturbating. You put your attention on taking deep, relaxing breaths, get as much oxygen in your body, and then pay attention to what happens to your arousal. What happens? What is your body capable of feeling? And this is the invitation we can just step into over and over again. I was masturbating the other day and I had like all of this tension in my body. I was feeling really stressed out. And I got to the point where I was like at this place, like the, I had already had an orgasm, but my sensation was just so big and it felt stuck. And I felt like I couldn't possibly go on, but I couldn't possibly stop now. And so I heard my own voice in my head and I was like, just breathe, baby. And I went into this big, deep breath work and I not only got to have like thunderous, wonderful orgasms, But the space that it created for me was such a relief to all of that tension. And it just felt like the most cathartic orgasms of my life. Like it just felt so right. And I got there because I focused my attention instead of in my head in the like 
oh my God, what am I feeling? How am I ever going to get out, out of this stuckness? This is scary, right? Like that anxiety that can come with arousal that is so familiar to so many of us, right? You're aroused, you're getting excited, and then anxiety kicks in. Fear, worry, panic. It's right there. And what brings us back to excitement and arousal is often the breath. So learn this with us, practice this with us. And masturbation is the perfect place to start breathing and experimenting with that and collecting data for yourself. So that next time with your partner and anxiety kicks in, you're like, oh, I know what to do. I have a tool. I have a strategy. So, so much of this, when we talk about mindful masturbation, we can get into this, like use it as a laboratory so you can have better partnered sex. And that is true, but it is also just for you. And in and of itself is a full experience that doesn't need to be justified. And again, if I had another farm to bet, I would bet that farm on the premise that if you start masturbating with more attention and focus on giving yourself pleasure and joy, that your life will be nourished by that practice, that it will feel beneficial to the rest of your life, that those will be minutes well spent. Mm. There's only one way to prove me wrong. (laughs) Part of what you can be paying attention to during mindful masturbation is really paying attention to the sensations and not being concerned or striving for orgasm. Let it be a place where you're not that concerned if you get there or not, but you're really, really honestly exploring the sensations as the arousal ebbs and flows. As you try different techniques to create arousal, as you explore and experiment with different different moves as it were than you would normally do so that this can be a time and a space where you're not trying to head straight for orgasm and doing what you know works for you but you're really playing and being curious about what new sensations you can physically create with your body as well as what you are paying attention to internally does that make sense that externally you're trying different things physically and then you're also internally paying attention to that really deeply with a spirit of curiosity not worrying where it goes right and to highlight this if we're really goal-oriented towards orgasm we all have those strokes in those places that will get us there fastest Mm -hmm. you know those strokes Mm -hmm. you know those places your lover might know those strokes in those places and we can use those strokes in those places we do not give up that knowledge Mm -hmm. when we open up a space to say i'm gonna see what happens when i touch here when i pinch here when i push there you can explore your genitals with as charlotte said a spirit of curiosity and discover new strokes and new places that also feel good, that unlock different kinds of sensations. Um, And it's kind of amazing how much time we can spend touching our own genitals, but how limiting those routines can be. And so one of the invitations of mindful sex is when we give up that goal orientation and instead explore with this non-striving attitude, what knowledge, what wisdom becomes accessible to us? I'm thinking of it as instead of taking the highway, you're taking all of the side routes and you're exploring and checking it out and mm-hmm. looking at the view and you know it's going slower and that's that's fine. That's part of that experience for the day. 
You can turn off the GPS that will get you to the orgasm as fast as you can, right? The destination is turned off. What then becomes of the journey? I think it's a solid, solid, solid way to... <laughs> solid metaphor. <laughs> oh, um. So we're going to talk more about different attitudes we can hold in our mind as we are exploring masturbation and sex in another episode. But for now, it's more than enough to start thinking about not judging ourselves, not striving and trying to explore one's body with what they call a beginner's mind. Mm -hmm. And that beginner's mind as a concept is so powerful. But here in masturbation, let's play with it and think about the joy and glee children have when they first discover masturbation the kind of wonder and awe of being able to give yourself such pleasure, right? If we can't, if we let go of all of the societal shaming and judgment about masturbation and all of those messages, and we just get to this core truth of there are these ways I can stimulate my body that gives me tremendous pleasure and can lead to a really phenomenal experience called orgasm huh, that's really cool. Like, what else can we do with our bodies? That's a really neat superpower we have. Let's use it. And let's use it with the spirit of glee. Um, when's the last time you masturbated with a spirit of glee and joy and wonder? So try bringing a little of that into your masturbation. And again, just notice. Notice what happens when you change your attitude and you change your intention. And you spend, I'm going to spend 15 minutes just exploring how I can give my body pleasure. What then? It's a different way of spending time with yourself than just rushing to give yourself a functional orgasm. Which has merit again, we will say. It is always a great thing to explore your pleasure, but this is a different thing mm -hmm. and worth doing and worth giving yourself the chance to see what it's like. Mm -hmm. And so for me, you know, I can masturbate watching porn with a Hitachi magic wand and have big, huge orgasms. No problem. Wonderful. Or I can devote more time. And in that devotion, there are things you discover. And I think that's one of the points I want to make is there's nothing wrong with functional, quick masturbation. And that it too can be mindful right? Like jerking off to porn, using a vibrator, getting there quickly can be full of mindfulness and you're paying attention to sensations and you're, you know, countering any judgments that come up along the way. So we can honor the role of functional masturbation, right? I feel like it's often like a sneeze. It just has to happen. But we can also honor the space and give ourselves permission to try other things too, to take this act of masturbation and be like, you know what, I'm going to spend a little more time this evening. I'm going to devote a little bit more effort and attention into it and see what opens up for me. Just see what you're capable of, what your capacity is, what emotions want to be expressed. Um, what does your body want to feel? Because sometimes I feel like masturbation is this time you're giving to your body to feel what it needs to feel to move what it needs to move, to express what it wants to express. Um, but we need to open up that space for it. And that space involves these things like 
relaxation, movement, stimulation, these ingredients. Mm. So for someone that might be a yoga class, a walk, then a shower, then masturbation. For someone else, lifting weights and then masturbating. For someone else, going on a long run, right? Like we all have our different ways of moving. We all have our different ways of relaxing. But if we think of this as kind of a template of relax, transition out of your daily life, move your body a little bit, even if that means just wiggling in bed and, you know, like clenching your muscles and unclenching or shaking your hips a little bit, whatever level of movement is accessible and joyful and pleasurable, and then start layering in arousing sensation. Notice what happens as you explore this template, as you bring your attention and your focus to the art of masturbation. What can you make possible for yourself? And then start noticing the judgment and the shame that comes up. Because as soon as you say to yourself, I'm going to take more time to masturbate, I'm going to feel more feelings, I'm going to feel more of what my body is capable of, the voices will come. Like, who do you think you are? What do you think? You think you're some sex goddess? Like, who's going to like, there's going to be little judgy, annoying voices that come up for you. What are they saying? What limiting factors are they putting on you? And what do you have to say to them? Like, not today, Satan. Like, what do you respond to when people, when these voices, when your programming tells you this is selfish, it's hedonistic, it's a waste of time, you'll be insatiable, you'll never be able to be pleased again. If you start using vibrators, you'll get addicted. Your dick's too small for you to feel anything anyway. No one's going to want to ever be with you. Like, what do the judging voices say? Um, those are so intense to hear out loud but I know that so many of us say those things to ourselves often and without even yeah. realizing that they are an external voice they are they are how we talk to ourselves and we and and recognizing and seeing what we are communicating to ourselves is so important and then we can decide if we agree or not right and even the thing of like dancing alone in your room we can do that mindfully so paying attention what does it feel like to dance but also what judgments are coming up about that dancing when you just do something as simple as put on a song you love and try to move alone through space and i love to do this with my eyes closed and really focus just on how it feels because it's such a great moment to practice this because there's no one to perform for there's no one looking at you you can't even see yourself it is literally just about how it feels to move in a way that feels good to you that is the only intention and notice another theme that we'll just talk about more in depth on another episode is this transition from going from sexual performance to being sexual. Huge. And that is a huge, huge intention of the mindful sex practices of the mindful sex community is how do we transition from performing sex, doing sex as we think it should be done, what we're supposed to do. How do we transition from performing sex to being sexual beings on our own terms, in all of our glorious diversity, in all of the seasons of sexuality? How do we be sexual beings and enjoy that more fully as we get out of the performativity? All right. So mindful masturbation. I think we've covered a lot here. There's way more to cover. It is in the course. 
Um, one of the terms for this that I will just plant in your brain space is metabation. Mm-hmm. Metabation. And metabation was coined by Annie Sprinkle, um, another one of our great mentors and friends. Um, and she talked about metabation as the art of masturbating as meditation. And that's so much about mindful sex is what happens when we treat sex as a meditation, something worth paying attention to and focusing on with our full being and exploring what is there, what wisdom, what benefits, what states can we open up when we start paying attention more fully to sexuality and during sexual arousal. If you'd like to join us in these practices, come on over to pleasuremechanics.com slash mindful. We have preloaded that with a listener only discount for the course. As always, if you need more financial assistance to make the course happen for you, just drop me an email. We are always happy to work with you. We want these practices to be available to everyone who is ready to experience them and be in our community. Come on over to pleasuremechanics.com slash mindful to get started. I am Chris. I'm Charlotte. We are the Pleasure Mechanics. Wishing you a lifetime of pleasure.